imagine that you spent $100 to send your DNA to an online genealogical research center? Now imagine that the police can in fact take this DNA without your consent and may even drag you into a criminal investigation because of it. Well, you don't have to because it's already happening. Hi, my name is Amelia and welcome to the People vs. Law where we take both sides of the story and exploit both of their opinions for money. Oh, oh what? You, you mean, I can't. R- really? <clears throat> well, okay, according to my supervisors, I'm not allowed to say that, so today we'll be discussing if the police should be allowed to use this method for forensic data. I will be telling you both sides of the story so that you can decide what side you are truly on. Now let's go on to our first segment. Context! Take hey, here some information about the topic before I'm going to rant for the next four minutes. I'll start by explaining what online genealogical research actually is. Have you ever spit one of those tubes and sent it off to Ancestry or 23andMe so they can tell you family history? They do this by converting the DNA into machine-readable code that genealogical scientists can then use to discover the genetic markers that can identify things such as hair color, health problems, or the location of past ancestors. This is the DNA that the police are using to solve cold cases. One of the main reasons that this is possible is to do the Human Genome Project, which is a project that started in the early 2000s. The Human Genome Project is an international effort to discover the DNA sequence of a human being. As for when the police actually started taking this DNA from databases, it's safe to say around 2015. Now, there is not an exact date as this is a police matter and protected by law, but I have assumed that it dates to 2015 because most news articles about the topic have been published around that time. Although I cannot provide an accurate date, I think this is a reasonable assumption. seem like they're the real villains in this case, they are doing some great things with this DNA. One example is the infamous Golden Gates killer, who was charged for rape, murder and theft. The police have one account of his attacks when a woman woke up to see him trying to get into her bedroom through the window. I mean if I saw that I would be terrified. Now, I know at this point you're probably wondering how on earth this relates to the police taking your DNA. Because let's be honest here, you're probably not here to listen to me random about some random cold case. Well, they discovered that Joseph D'Angelo was in fact the Golden Gates killer through this method. And it's the first time that the police have successfully been able to convict someone through it. The police scanned one of these databases and found that D'Angelo's third or fourth cousin had decided to use one of these tests and then the forensics department then tested those samples against the ones found at the crime scene and they were eventually able to link Joseph D'Angelo to the crime. There are so many cases just like this one where this technology has actually helped solve cold cases, which is a great thing, but at what cost?
this point, you may be wondering, okay, great. The police can help with this, but are you seriously just going to brush off the fact that the police is stealing these people's DNA? Either that, or why do you think your audience is so mean? This is because I am a very condescending person, and I am just that egotistical that I think that everyone in the world thinks and acts like me. But if that were true, I'm sure we'd never get anything done. Now, let's remove ourselves from my mediocre jokes and actually answer the question. At least I know that either way you'll be wondering how on earth the police are allowed to take this DNA without any repercussions. Well, this is because there is no privacy policy against this for most of these online genealogical research databases. Although the actual website does have to agree to this, the police cannot just take this without their permission, but most of these websites say yes to the request. Ancestry.com has permitted 34 police requests for DNA in 2017. Ancestry will actually permit these requests whether or not they have a warrant from the court, which considering it has one of the largest genealogical databases, this is a big deal. I know at this point you probably think that all family research websites are evil, but there are some like 23andMe or GEDmatch who refuse to give the police any DNA samples if they don't have a warrant that requires them to do so. So if you really want to use a safe family history website, then try and use ones like MyHeritage, 23andMe, or GEDmatch to ensure that your DNA is safe. I think that in this podcast we've answered some really important questions about this topic, and along the way we've seen my crude sense of humour, if you can even call that humour. But now we are left with the question of whether or not the police should use this DNA to solve these cases. Now, I really can't tell you the answer to this, I've just given you the facts, but now you have to decide if it's okay for them to do this. Are you on the side of the people or the law? Thank you Sydney for letting me tell you my jokes and I hope that you now know a lot more about the world of online genealogical research. See you next time on The People vs Law.